Feel Good Fridays on the Alley on the Run show are brought to you by UCAN. Welcome to the Alley on the Run show. I'm your host, Allie Feller, and we start these Feel Good Friday episodes with a big, deep breath together because if you're anything like me, you are currently wearing your shoulders as earrings and we need to get them down. So let's do this all together. Is it weird that I do that? I'm into it. I feel better. I hope you do too. My shoulders are down, if only temporarily. Welcome to this week's edition of Feel Good Fridays. These episodes are designed to make you feel better in some way. The goal is to offer expert-backed advice that's helpful and uplifting without being fluffy or too delusionally optimistic. It's about controlling what we can control and making the best of where we're at. Last week, we kicked things off with Rachel Gersten and Jarrell Carabello, therapists and co-founders of Viva Wellness in New York City. I hope you found something or many things in that episode that resonated with you, whether it was the reassuring fact that baths and sheet masks aren't for everyone, or the reminder that it's okay to feel both joy and despair simultaneously. This week, my dear friend Jess Movald is back on the show. Jess is a running coach, and I wanted to bring her on to address some of the things I know many runners are feeling right now, myself included. Some people are running and crushing virtual races every weekend. Others are struggling to find motivation without in-person races on the calendar. And many of us, myself included, are just feeling a little lost right now, both on the run and off. Jess has really good advice for how to deal with that and how to set running goals that don't revolve around races, times, or paces. I love that. I think it's super important. Before we get into this conversation, I want to thank UCAN for sponsoring this series. I am really proud to have a long-lasting partnership with UCAN, and one thing we can all be doing right now to better take care of ourselves is to stay properly fueled and hydrated. Days are long, we're stressed, but fueling and hydration, we can't forget about them. It doesn't matter if you're running high mileage, medium mileage, no mileage, we all need to be getting calories in, healthy, good, long-lasting, sustainable calories. UCAN's bars and protein powders can help with that. If you're into snacks that are a little sweet and a little salty, which is my personal preference, check out UCAN's new Salted Peanut Butter Energy Bar. Yum! All right, go to generationucan.com, use code ONTHERUN25 for 25% off your first UCAN order. And if you're a returning UCAN fan, use code ONTHERUN for 15% off. Sound good? All right, we've got 20 minutes. Let's chat with Jess Movald. Jess, you're one of my favorite people on the planet. I think you know that, but now everyone knows that. I Uh love everything about you. I'm so excited to do this. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I wish I could say I had so many other things, places to be, but you know what? I didn't. I'm here, but I would have been with you no matter what. So thank you for having me. Yay. Okay. Give us a warm up. You know all about the warm up. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what makes you qualified to be giving runners advice today? Well, I am Jess Movon. I live here in New York City. I am a run coach, um, the Runner's World coach, which is a huge honor and something I really enjoy. I coach at my high run club here in New York City. I'm a strength coach at the Fort here in New York City as well. Um, I have my RRCA, 
uh, running certification and my NASM strength training certification. And beyond that, I have um, a huge amount of passion and love for running and strength training and how to carry that into helping others. So I think that's honestly my biggest qualification is how much I love bringing that to other people. And then the certs just kind of make me creditable. (laughs) (laughs) Those are just a bonus. But you are one thing I love about you is how much you love this community, how much you give to this community. And you're just such a light in the world and in my world. So uh, tell us something that is making you feel good right now. Just simple. It doesn't have to even be about running. What's making you feel good right now? Well, you know what? Early mornings, waking up really early and having that first cup of coffee, it's something I always enjoy. enjoy. But right now, for some reason, having the quiet of the uh, the dawn and pre-day and kind of just recognizing that it's a new day and that it's a day that I am in control of and I can choose how to spend that day and uh, I can choose my attitude going into the day. I find that Something I enjoy, one of the most things I enjoy right now, the calm of the morning, the coffee to really just start waking me up and feel energized and excited and reminding myself that it's ultimately up to me um, how to attack the day mentally and, and physically. I like that you call it morning because you're waking up like in the middle of the night to most people. <laughs> what time do you wake up in the morning? Um, well, there's a 5 a.m. class that I coach a few times a week. And when I'm not coaching that class, I really like this week, I've fallen off completely. But I like to be the one of the athletes in that class, or I, I, I take that class myself and consider it my morning strength training. Um, so yeah, so 5am zoom, well, there's a zero time commute. So I wake up about 430 um, on a good day. And the days that I don't do that, it's not the end of the world. And I I work on being hard on myself. I don't beat myself up too much. But I recognize it. It's not the day is not as good as I would like it to be. Maybe it's because I feel like I slept through or I'm lazy or I'm slacking. Um, But yeah, so my perfect days start at 430. And then, you know, that's, that's my morning. All right. Well, let's talk about that. That's a big thing I want to do with you today is talk about this idea of motivation and Right now, you know, there's lots of different camps of runners. We're all feeling different things, both physically and emotionally. We're right. feeling many things at once, I think. But mm-hmm. I want to talk about, the, I think the biggest thing I'm hearing from people right now is my race is canceled. I'm not motivated to run anymore. And I would love to talk to you about how to sort of navigate through those feelings. Because at first, when this all started, this meaning COVID-19 taking over. At first it was, okay, my spring race might still happen. Mm -hmm. Then it was, okay, well, my spring race is postponed till the fall. And then it was, well, now my spring race turned fall race is canceled. And then it's, well, we don't even know if we're racing in 2021. There's just a lot of uncertainty. And I think that we've all shifted from having a glimmer of hope that our race Mm -hmm. might still happen and still training to maybe just feeling a little bit lost. So I would love to talk to you about how to process those feelings and what suggestions you have and how people can find both motivation and meaning on the run right now without that goal race that so many of us thrive on. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to first acknowledge our feelings. And that's not something I always say as a coach. I think there's a point when we have to move on and disconnect with our feelings. Um, but 
as someone who is really fueled by emotion and sometimes that works for me, sometimes it works against me, I only operate by emotion. Um, and I think it's important to recognize that. So if you think about, and this is gonna have, sound like a dramatic comparison, but think about the phases of grief. You know, first it's kind of shocking and we're talking about it like, oh, can you believe it? I can't believe it. Can you believe it? Can't believe it. Same thing that that conversation is passed around a few times. Um, then it's sadness and kind of feeling like I don't know where I belong. I don't know where to start. This day has no purpose then. And that's OK. I think I went through that, for example. It wasn't necessarily um, I guess it was the New York City half, then Brooklyn half and um I just didn't have the motivation to go out and run. I I always turn to running. It's something that I continue in my everyday life, but I just I just didn't feel like it. I was like, yeah, you know, and I wasn't beating myself up about it, which I can do that at times. And I wasn't, you know, feeling guilty about it. Um, so, you know, you recognize that you're feeling, you process that, you give yourself time to take time off from a training plan. Um, and then it's time to, connect with the why. Why did you sign up for that race? Was it for the medal? Was it for the race shirt? Or was it to train and, you know, connect to running and have a training plan and recognize improvements and develop consistency and understand long miles and start implementing speed work. And that's the glory in training and running and the races, in my opinion. So it's to celebrate the, the hard work. And that's the beauty of a race. But the hard work and the self-realization of worth and hard accomplishments are still there. So I think shifting perspective and realizing that there's so much more than just that day. And think about when you have a good race day, because you woke up and you took it really seriously. You you had the breakfast, you woke up on time, you commuted, commuted to the race, you put on your favorite outfit um, and you ran that distance and you proved something to yourself. And that sets the tone for your day. We can still have moments like that it looks differently and it's really ultimately up to us that's the difference and we forget that we forget that we can go out and you know what i, I live in new york city for a hypothetical example i've never been up to that little red lighthouse i'm gonna do it tomorrow <gasps> you start to think about You've the never mind. been no no i have i have but think about in oh. your scenario <laughs> i actually have only been up there twice but think about a scenario where it's like something that you want to prove to yourself and you commit to doing it. That's what a race is. Yes, there's the there's the announcer, which when it's you on the microphone, I love the race a little bit more. Um, and our <laughs> friends and the, the thrill of a competition and the adrenaline that comes with that. Um, but we don't want to take everything else that running brings, us, running brings us and throw it in the trash because races are canceled. So I think finding the opportunity to shift our perspective, connect back to the root of what drives us in running ultimately beyond the races. Um, so I think and if we don't have that, it is, now's the time to do some soul searching. You can scale back the mileage, go out for just a mile. Um, I've been talking a lot. I'll let you talk a minute. 
No, I want you to talk forever. And I think that when we're talking about finding our why, mine has changed like 14 times in the last six weeks. And so I think that so often, like, and look, I ask it on this show all the time. I'm like, what's your why? Expecting everyone to have this perfect, profound answer. But for me, like if I'm to say, what's my why? It's different almost every day. Like my big overarching why is that I love the feeling of running and my why is that I can because I've been through periods of my life when because of a silly chronic illness, I can't run. And so for me, it's very gratitude based. But like other days I run because I'm stressed. My why is that Mm -hmm. I'm tired. My why is Mm -hmm. that I'm cranky. My why is that it's sunny. My why is that it's rainy. Like it can change. And so I think that as we're in these times and we're trying to find our purpose on the run, I think that that can be twofold and that it can be something as, you know, what, as little as my why is that, yeah, I've never seen the little red lighthouse and I really want to see it. And I, for New Yorkers, I really highly recommend that run up the West Side Highway. It is a delight. And it's like a classic New York City training run, I feel like, for marathon training because it's long. It's uh, true. And it's yeah, cool I see that little, that it's like a, it's a beacon of like, wow, I'm, I'm up here and doing, must be doing a long run. It's a cool moment yes, of it, victory. It so is, especially in like, obviously this year will be a little different, but I always felt like in August, that mm-hmm. started being sort of like the pilgrimage up to the lighthouse because you would just see so many people doing that. It's a really good like 18 to 20 mile long run if you start in Central Park. And um, and now I get to do it. I mean, I'm not there right now, but I live on the Jersey side of the Hudson now. So I can see the little red lighthouse from the other side, which is kind of special. I miss that. I love, I love running is one of the rare things where Connecting to the why is something that only we as the runner can define. And we, you know, have the the beauty of running with others at times, but the real, the real connection to it is comes from within. Um, and now more than ever is the time to learn how to be a leader for ourselves and learn how to handle a pivot and thrive. You know, because I think running is popular now, but it wasn't there was a time when there weren't races all the time or every weekend or all these half marathons. It is it is a definitely a luxury that we have to sign up for a race, but it doesn't take away from the runner that we are if they're not on the calendar right now. And I think that's how we continue to evolve and grow as a runner is to strengthen our strengthen our emotions, strengthen our mental ability. And, you know, I think listen to Dina Castor talk about what she would do to feel like a runner when she was injured, she would visualize, she would visualize her, her, her races and hard runs. And, um, that that's such a big component of being a strong runner. And I think it's, it's in our hands right now. To, I like to talk about how cookie dough, you know, like cookie. I I love cookie dough actually, but it <laughs> Me is. Too. I'm like I like talking about cookie dough too. I love cookie dough. You can mold cookie dough and manipulate the shape and play with it. And this is our chance to really take a second, look at the runner that we are, think about how we want to continue to grow. And uh, and I, I, I like to um, something that you know I talk to myself, the conversations I'm having with myself, I'm realizing how I'm breaking my own rules. Um, there's a while, a reason, you know, I was all, I think when we last spoke, 
I was all in on music only. And then my iPod iPod died and I didn't run for two weeks. And then I was against music 100%. And I did improve as a runner. I love connecting to the sounds around me, the conversations that I run by, the, um, the hearing the breeze and the trees. And I felt like it connected me to my five senses more without the music in my ears, but now I'm craving it. I wanna hear the news or I wanna hear your voice on your podcast. I wanna hear my favorite song. So I'm breaking my own rules and that feels really fun too. You know, like I'm not beating myself up if I didn't go for a morning run because I'm looking at it with the optimism of, well, now you can do a really cool evening run and get the sunset. Isn't it funny the stupid running rules that we all make for ourselves that are so arbitrary and like, so silly and we just absolutely swear by them i mean i have so many and they're i mean they're like embarrassing to admit but like whether it's always wearing a certain thing or like only turning left out of your driveway or always running a route in one direction when this started i found this really great loop that i was running where it started on the road and then i found this awesome trail and it was like a perfect five mile loop which i think is a great distance and i was running it every day and i loved it and i wasn't sick of it but one day it was like wait, what if I ran it in the opposite direction? And it was a whole new run. It was like the hills were different. The turns were different. It was like revolutionary. So break those rules, people. I love that. And one thing that's really stayed with me on your podcast was Shalane. And you can't see, uh, you can't be what you can't see. And it's hard to come up with creative ways to stay motivated as a runner. And so talk about that. Talk about how you're feeling that you're un, you're not sure what the next challenge should be. Talk to your friends, talk to, you know, your, your family or look online for virtual races that you might be interested in doing and um, see what other people are doing. But just like that, like realize that there are so many ways to stay engaged and connected as a runner um, and to open our mind to that is pretty exciting. All right. So let's talk about some non-race related specific goals people can make right now. We talked about some why and some reasons mm-hmm. to get out the door, but what are some goals or specific plans that could be fun for people to make right now? Like one goal I say is run every loop that you run, run it the opposite direction. I think that's like a fun goal to make, but without focusing on more or faster or races? What are some things that come to mind for you? Well, one thing I did on a run a few Sundays ago, and I I just was kind of, the running paths were too crowded. So I decided to just stay on the city streets. And then I'd run down. I was like, okay, you have to run every time you hit a road that blocks the the road that you're running north on, you have to go left or right and back down to your turning point, and then find another street that's going to run you all the way back up because off of third avenue so it was just kind of a fun little game to like this weird version of tag because i'd run up and get to houston and then i couldn't (laughs) run through the cvs on houston and avenue b so i had to go left and then i hit the next road so i took a left to tag where i turned around and then come back up it was fun it was a fun little zigzag so i think creating little mental like, uh, you know, snacks is even your word that you can have on your run that are fun and engaging or like, okay, I'm going li- to, I'm going to go for a run for this 33 minute podcast. I, I'm, my goal here is to run for the full 33 minutes of this podcast. Um, or, you know, every time I hear 
my favorite song or, you know, a song that's fast, I'm going to speed up. On the next song that's slow, I'm going to slow down. Like play with the music and play with intensity and just explore. Tap into the curiosity of a kid where they're just out there having a good time. Yeah. I think talking back about um, breaking our own rules and there was a day when I, if I didn't have the time to go for at least a five mile run, I wouldn't go. Uh, and in, it was mid April. I started realizing that um, I wasn't not wanting to run. It just, the day would pick up and next thing I know, I was like, oh man, I didn't make it outside. So I put myself on a 10 minute streak and it I was like, you know what? It's 10 minutes. You want to be out there. It's just somehow the day piles up and the next thing you know, it's 8 p.m. and you haven't gone for a run. So it's not the fact that you're putting it off. It's more about your priorities. Where are my priorities? Let's make this happen. So 10 minutes a day, I'd go out and it was amazing because it didn't matter how fast or how slow, it was 10 minutes to give to myself. So I think that that's a really amazing way to look at giving back instead of feeling like, oh, I just gotta go out and run these. Like you have this amazing opportunity to go and feel so alive um, while running. So why wouldn't you wanna do that? Absolutely. All right, Jess, bring us home. When racing is back, what is something you hope people keep in mind and remember? The love of their own why. Not, oh, is that person faster than me? Like, the love of truly being able to prove to themselves what they are fully capable of and go after it and run hard and run, put all of the, the feelings and emotions. I want people to connect their running and their purpose to in running to, to their purpose beyond that and how they feel and use running as a chance to prove something to yourself, prove something to yourself and not Strava and not anyone else. And like, you know, imagine all the time clocks just stop working, run as hard as you can just for yourself. I love that. And I love you. And I'm grateful for you. And I know this whole community is grateful for you. I can't wait for the day, whenever it is, that we are back at the races and I get to shout over the microphone. And here comes Jess Movald in her hot pink yeah. tank top. <laughs> oh, I miss that. And, and I, I think my, my closing piece is that I want people to remember that and use that. Use the chance to visualize that moment as excitement to lace up and get out the door now because those days are there and waiting for us and we wanna feel ready for them. We wanna remember that the world is spinning and that we're fully in control of making the best day as great as possible. And we have no reason not to. So that would be a beautiful note to end on, but I'm gonna squeeze like two more things out of you here before I let you go. Okay, you bye. coach runners and you coach strength. So you can do mm -hmm. it all. Give oh. us for people who are like, I want a fun workout to do today. Mm, like I'm just okay. in the mood to do a fun running workout. Can you give us, give us one running workout that we can all go try and give us one. We know core is so important, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, give us one core exercise that we should all then do either before or after that run. Go. Ooh, Okay. So I love V-ups. Sometimes they're a little challenging. So you can take that and do um, 
toe touches instead. I want the I want everyone to do a ladder. So 10 down to one, 10 toe touches or V up. So you get to pick there and then turn it over. You're in a high plank, shoulder taps, but left, right equals one. So you're ultimately gonna double it, but 10 down to one. So 10 toe touches or V ups, 10 shoulder taps, left, right is one, down to one, 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Then if you're still wanting some uh, later, after your run, you're ready for some strength. You're going to do a 10-minute AMRAP of... Ugh, this is that thing you texted me. Blech, I know what's coming. <laughs> oh, my God. I have so many. I I don't know which one I texted you. But that's the best part. Talk about being creative in your running. There's no reason not to do that. And use that creativity in your strength training as well. So let's say 5, 10, 15, 20 is pretty good. Let's do five push-ups, 10, two depth squats. If you have weights, grab them. 15. Wait, what is a two depth squat? I don't oh, know that like, word. You know, getting low enough in your squat. I have a hard time when I see people oh. kind of like uh, just bending their knees and like doing this, <laughs> maybe like a Humpty Dumpty dance. Like I want to see That's your, what I do. <laughs> like I want you to tap the invisible chair and then come back up and squeeze your butt. Okay, so get get deep with those squats. So ten of get those. Deep. Yeah, so yep. five five push ups, ten squats, fifteen burpees, twenty Ooh. alternate yeah, I know. Twenty alternating forward lunges. Lunges are important, lower body strength. Burpees have a bad rep, but they get the heart rate up. It's a full body movement. You're using your own body weight to push up from the floor, which I think is something we old imagine if you fall and you can't get back up again at some point in your life. But if you practice that, starting right now, and that's what we do in a burpee, we practice falling and we get right back up, you're going to be great when you fall because you're just going to get right back up. Like, yeah, this is like a burpee in the middle of a course. No problem. Let's just keep going. Okay. And what is the running workout? Oh, yeah. Running workout. You know, it's something simple. I, I like to do one minute on, one minute off. I know that's very, very 101 basic, but it's an easy place to start. Have a nice five-minute jog warm-up and then do 20 minutes. So you're doing 10 hard efforts, one minute on, so one minute hard, one minute easy. From there, you can then build two minutes hard, one minute easy. I like the one minute. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to track. I think so So often we think about, we limited ourselves before we think of that, I can do that. And I want to flip the thinking of, I can do that, How? We don't need a track for tracks, you know, to do speed work. We don't need a gym to do a squat. We can work with what we have right now. And that's what we have to do to stay sharp mentally. And that's going to keep us healthy physically. I love that, Jess. You're a gem. You're doing Thank great. You. I am grateful for your expertise. I am grateful for your friendship. I am just really grateful for you in general. And I appreciate you spending time with us on this uh, Feel Good Friday. Oh, I appreciate you so much. Your mom has been a big light <laughs> of my life over the Mine last too. few weeks. So tell her to keep it up. I see where you get it. Um, and I see where Annie just shines because she's around people that are just authentic and full of love. So it's fun over at that house of yours. It's, you know, we're we're making the best of it. And we do very almost every day we talk about the silver linings of this. And we know that we are very, for lack of a better word, we are very blessed to be in the situation that we are in with our health and with each other. So, yeah, yeah. we are we are grateful for that. And we're grateful for my mom's badass cartwheels. 
<laughs> and dancing. Oh my gosh. And your foam rolling outfit was, I got to give you props on that as well. You know, I've, I'm here with my old dance costumes. I'm, I'm doing what I can. Yeah. So my closing words are focus on the fun, bring fun into movement. It starts with the mindset and might as well have it with coffee at 5am. Is that those, that's pretty much what we decided, right? Perfect. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. Thank you, Allie. Great to talk to you. Thank you, Jazz. Thank you so much for hanging out with Jess and me on this episode of Feel Good Fridays. I hope you took as much away from this conversation as I did. I talked a bit about my why during the conversation, but if nothing else, please remember to always run with gratitude. For many people in this world, in the United States, being able to safely go for a run is not a given, and that reminder is something I know I've been holding extra close to my heart these days. If you ever want to chat about anything at all, you can find me at Allie on the Run One on Instagram and Twitter, on the Allie on the Run Facebook page, and in the Allie on the Run Show Best Running Friends group. You can also check me out on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Allie on the Run. Finally, big thanks to UCAN for standing behind this series. Go to generationucan.com and use code ONTHERUN25 for 25% off your first UCAN order. Returning UCAN fans, you can use code ONTHERUN and you'll get 15% off. I'm really grateful for you, for this community, for running. Stay strong, do good, be kind, and thanks for joining me on the run.